You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 98 with Shanna Bresnahan. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, have you ever thought about a passion or a dream so big that fear and self-doubt stopped you in your tracks? Well, today I had the pleasure of speaking with my dear friend, Shanna, of She is Radiant on The Mom Inspired Show. So we discuss everything from having a cushy corporate job, figuring out what direction to go in, starting a business, and the obstacles that she had to overcome along the way. So if you are finding yourself stuck because you are afraid to fail or you have self-doubt about pursuing your dreams, then this is the perfect episode for you to listen to. Let's go to the show. Shanna, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here today. Well, I'm so grateful to be here. So I like to start off every show with an icebreaker. And since I love travel so much, I like to ask my guests what their favorite vacation spot has been. And so this can be with or without kids. Okay. This is definitely a challenge for me because (laughs) I love to travel. Um, But I would probably have to say Costa Rica because I've been there twice. I I went there um, right before college on a mission trip and had an incredible experience and then went back with my husband uh, for our one year anniversary trip. And I just, I absolutely love the culture there. It's just a slower pace of life and everybody's really friendly and nobody really cares what time you're supposed to be anywhere. Mm. And that's just so opposite of here. Yes, I would love to just embrace myself in that culture, you know, for at least a month out of the year. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, Did you stay more in the rainforest or on the beach? So we stayed on the beach side when I went with my husband. Now, when I went on the mission trip, we kind of did like city and rainforest and we were, you know, working in the mountains, building a camp. And then we went to the beach. And so we were all around and got to experience all of it. And it's just such a beautiful country. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I know so many people want to go there. I don't feel like it's super easy to get to necessarily. Um, Did you take multiple flights? Yeah, we had yeah. to take a few flights and then, you know, the driving. I'm Oh <laughs> can, yeah, the driving. I can yeah. still picture, you know, my husband is a little bit of an anxious mess sometimes and he's like, I cannot get a rental car. I cannot do it. I can't <laughs> like what side of the road do they drive on? Am oh, I gonna have to drive yeah. a stick? Am I gonna fall off of a cliff? And so um it was a it was a very good marital bonding experience yeah, yeah, for us it. to drive in Costa yeah. Rica because we really had a couple hour drive to get to where we were going. Yeah. You know, um, being a travel agent and just kind of talking to my agency owner, he's really kind of opened my eyes up to certain places that he does not recommend people driving, um, probably for those reasons that you were saying, unless people feel daring, um, like Ireland is one of them. He's like, some people want to, but he's, he sometimes suggests that you get a driver. And so, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's for all those reasons that you just said. And so you don't, sometimes don't think about that, but it can be so stressful. And if people are generally stressed, in some regards with traveling, you know, cause there's so much unknown. It's like, you may want to just remove that as a factor. Um, so that is funny. Well, let's get into the show. Um, I want you to share with us, um, who you are, what your name is, uh, where are you from, how many kids you have, and then we're going to jump into how you got to where you are today, but we'll go into more detail. So you can just kind of give us a short snippet at first, and then we'll dive into your story. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, my name is Shanalyn Bresnahan, and I am born and raised in Nashville, believe it or not. I'm a Nashville native, which is like a rare bird around Mm -hmm. here. Yep. And um, my husband, Casey, and I have been married for eight years. 
which seems impossible, but eight years. And we have three children. So our oldest is our niece that we took in four and a half years ago. She is about to go to college. And then we have a four-year-old boy and a five-month-old little girl. Yes, your hands are full. Yeah, just (laughs) a little bit. It's like this, it's kind of like the best and worst of both worlds. You know, when you have the teenager, the preschooler and the baby. It's like diapers and drama all the time oh, around yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, how about you just give us a quick snippet of how you got to where you are today and then, and then, and then we'll dive into your whole story. Yeah. Okay. So I went to college like every good child is supposed to do. And in my eyes, I was going to be a nurse and I wanted to have a stable job and a stable income, which is the whole reason that I did that. And after two years of doing that and getting accepted into the program, I remember standing in the PO box office, looking at my acceptance letter and throwing it in the trash and saying, I do not want to do this with my life. I'm passionate about business, but I was terrified of graduating with a business degree and working sales at some department store. Like I did not want that to be my life, but I moved into it anyways, realized that marketing was my true passion and really the best part for me was that I was entering the world of business and marketing when social media was just starting to peak and people were just starting to realize, wow, this is an incredible business opportunity. So I actually did some studying of my own on virtual reality marketing and social media marketing while I was in college and then was able to do some internships that led to my dream job really upon graduating, which brought me back home to Nashville. Now that I wasn't ready for, I didn't want to come back home, but I was, I was willing to take it for the dream job. (laughs) That job for me, I entry level job, right? Marketing specialist. That's sort of, it feels entry level, but for most marketing people, entry level is like working a department store job. So it felt like I landed a really fantastic job And what happened is I get in there and I start kind of pushing some buttons, right? I'm going, hey, why aren't we on Facebook? Why aren't we on Twitter? And granted, this is at an academic medical center. So they're behind the times on a lot. They're super buttoned up about everything they do. And there's lots of regulation. But I had this amazing chief marketing officer who believed in me. And she said, you know what? If you want to do this, find somebody older, because I looked like I was 12, She's like, I'm not going to be able to bring you into a meeting. Uh, Find somebody older who you can get on board with this. And you all kind of fly under the radar and create a Facebook page and create a Twitter account for us and see what comes of it. And that was sort of the beginning. That is crazy. And you do look young. You still look young, even for your age that you are now. So that is kind of funny that she's like, you look 12. So you know, we need somebody older. But um, I wanted to, I wanted to jump and, and, and say that the reason why I wanted you to come on today is because I did think it would be so great for you to share your journey. And I know you just gave us a glimpse of it, but, um, I want, I want you to walk through, you know, all the things I feel like it's so easy to see where people are at today and they don't see where people came from a perfect example. And once I say her name, you'll be like, uh, yes. So Rachel Hollis of Girl Wash Your Face is mm-hmm. everywhere, right? So yeah, so many people, like for me, I just learned who she was recently. Um, and 
there are people that have been following her for years on her blog. So it would be very easy to think, okay, this girl, she obviously just made it. She wrote a book. That's how she became so famous. Not knowing she has cookbooks out and has been blogging and was an event planner and stuff like that. So that's why, excuse me, that I wanted to have you come on and talk about your journey and and kind of just like show people the obstacles that you kind of had to overcome and also how you had to battle fear and doubt. And I'm sure you still deal with that. And also to talk about time, you know, so many people think, oh, I don't have enough time, especially moms. So that's why I really wanted to bring you on to kind of just walk us through your journey, tell us what you're doing these days. So let's go back to that corporate job. And um, because I know that a lot of moms that are listening have full-time jobs and they're considering maybe doing a side hustle or thinking, how can I start a business and quit my corporate job or a nursing job or whatever that job is? Um, Completely. And so I would love for you to share your transition on what you ended up doing. And then um, also what decide, what made you decide to take that leap? And what did you learn from that? And then also, what do you wish you would have known at that time when you're ready or when you were thinking, okay, I'm going to leave? So I know I threw a lot of questions at you. So if you forget, I can go over them again. But let's just start about um, you leaving your corporate job that was like a great cushy job. And like, what made you think, let's do this? And how did you go about it? Yeah. So the crazy thing is, is that I was not the girl who wanted the family life. I didn't want to be a stay at home mom. I said, I will maybe think about getting married by the time I'm 30 um, I, it just was not the life that I wanted. I wanted to be some corporate executive, like rocking it. That's just the life I had planned for myself. And of course I get this job. I'm climbing the corporate ladder. I double my salary within a couple years. I'm skipping through the ranks, building this team, doing everything that I imagined, working on national campaigns, sitting in these big meetings and speaking and presenting all over. And then I all of a sudden had this feeling that it wasn't the life that I really wanted. And I totally feel and know that that was God just completely shifting my heart. So at this point, of course, I had gotten married and we were talking about starting a family. And I was thinking, how am I going to do this? How can I possibly work this job and have a family? Because as an online marketer, it, it, it really creeps into every moment of your day because you have to be on because People post about crazy things on Twitter late at night, and somebody's going to call me and say, what do we do and what do we say? So I, I never really got to completely shut down. So God started to change my heart, and I needed to do something about it. I had major, major fears about finances, you know, um, because my mom actually filed bankruptcy when I was a senior in high school. So I lived in fear of not being financially stable. So to look at this almost six-figure job and imagine walking away from it made me sick to my stomach. And so what I did is I started consulting on the side, and that really was prompted by people asking for me to start consulting for them. It wasn't anything that I initiated, but I started consulting. I took it as a God thing and just, you know, really was working a lot. I was working, you know, 40 to 60 hours a week and then consulting on the side. But what happened was I got to a place where I could not possibly take on any more clients. I couldn't do that well and do my job well and survive, just couldn't do it. So I got to that fork in the road and anybody who has a side hustle 
that you are intentional about building, you will eventually get to that fork in a road where you have to take the leap or let go of the side hustle. And the only way that I was able to take the leap is because God gave me complete peace. Like my husband and I still talk about this. We prayed and prayed and prayed. And we knew that if I had peace about walking away from that job, that it had to be from God because I had so much fear about losing those finances and really losing the status that came yeah. with mm-hmm. my position too. Um, I, I had a lot tied to that. So it was so crazy because I turned in my resignation. I cried. I just bawled in front of my chief marketing officer. And a part of it was fear. And part of it was just, you know, the loss of that community of women that I was go- not going to be able to spend my days with anymore. And that night we were laying in bed and I was talking about how I was starting to have this fear creep back in. And I checked my email and I had a random email from somebody who said, I was Google searching social media marketing and blah, blah, blah. And your name came up and I'm trying to launch this business. I see you're associated with this company and I would love to work with you. And we just sat and laughed in bed. Like, okay, Mm, God, we get it. Like you are 100% in this. Yeah. Um, And you know, like, we were able to to make that move. My husband was a teacher, so it's not like he's raking in all this cash. I mean, I was the I was the primary breadwinner in our home. So this was a really tough decision. We obviously needed God in it. But the other thing I say um, to people who are considering this is you have to plan for it. So if you're in a ton of debt, it may not be the right time for you. So, you know, in the midst of trying to think about your side hustle and when is the right time to leave your corporate job, you have to be wise in Mm -hmm. so many ways, especially if you're providing for a family. Yeah. You can't make these like, you know, rash decisions because it sounds fun and somebody is pushing you to do it. And you listen to this podcast and the girl said, go for it. Um, (laughs) You know, you can't make those decisions and potentially sacrifice the well-being and financial stability of your home. So, you know, you want to make sure that you kind of have your nest egg and Mm -hmm. you, you know, you're, you're not in a position where if it takes you three to six months or even a year for you to replace your income that you're going to be in real financial hardship. So that, that's something that we learned. And I don't think we intentionally prepared for that. We just had this Dave Ramsey philosophy of debt. So we had made sure we were out of debt, you know, early in our marriage, but I can imagine being in that place and having debt and Mm -hmm. making that decision and the stress that it would put on my marriage Mm -hmm. and my well being if I wasn't able to make that money back pretty quickly. Right. So, um, yeah, that, that's like my biggest piece of advice for anybody who's sort of straddling the fence of leaving their corporate job or, or, you know, pursuing their side hustle. Yeah, I agree. And I'm glad that you pointed that out. And I had Christy Wright from Business Boutique on um, not that long long ago from Dave Ramsey. And then I'm going to have his daughter, Rachel Cruz on the show. And they do all talk about, you know, not being in debt. And I just had Laura Casey on the show from Cultivate What Matters on. And I specifically asked her because we were trying to figure out um, when is the best time to hire people. And I wanted to ask her because I feel like so many people are like, okay, but do you go into debt for that or what? And she was saying she personally didn't feel like you should be going into debt for that, that you should have that money. So I like clearing up things. I mean, obviously people are going to do what 
they want to do. But right. I, when when we have guests on, yeah, you don't want to be like, yeah, so that time when I was listening to Shanna, I totally left my job and I had all this debt. <laughs> You're like, no, that's not what I meant. And so <laughs> I think the thing is, if you guys haven't done Dave Ramsey, um, this is not a plug or an ad for that. But if you haven't done it, I think you should go do that and kind of get your nest egg and pay off your debt and snowball all that stuff. Um, and so that you can get to a spot that you feel more comfortable to do that. Hey guys, it's Amber and you've been hearing me talk all about travel and I am so passionate about helping families create memories through intentional travel planning. I know it's summertime and it might not even be on your radar for fall break or Christmas break, but it's just around the corner. It's a perfect time to go to Disney, Mexico, or even a Caribbean cruise. So if you don't have plans yet for those school breaks, I invite you to set up an appointment with me. It's completely free, both for the consultation call so that we can talk about what your plans are, what your dreams are, and put them into action. And it's also completely free to use my services to allow me to come alongside and help you make these plans a reality. So to book your time with me, go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash contact. Now let's get back to the show. Um, we're going to move on um, to where you are today. So um, we're going to talk about She is Radiant. So I want you to kind of walk us through how you decided to do this because I know you as a friend. And so um, I know the struggles that you were having with trying to figure out which direction you wanted to go in. But how did you ultimately figure out this is the path for you? Yeah, you know, that really was a challenging journey because when I left my corporate job in 2012 um, to become a marketing consultant, I really thought like that that was it. I was just going to be a marketing consultant and I knew I really didn't want to build a big agency. I wanted the flexibility and freedom. And at that point, you know, in 2014, our our niece moved in and then a few months later we had our our first child, our son. And then I started another business right? So I, that one just kind of fell in my lap. I was passionate about something. I started telling everybody about it and it grew into this business that eventually brought my husband home. And that wellness business started to take over my passion and my desires mm. and my life and my attention. So I was, I knew how to build a brand. So of course I'm like, I have this little opportunity that I want to turn into something much bigger. So I start building this brand. I invest all this time and a website and a blog and even building out online courses that I never ended up selling. And I was changing lives. I was getting those messages of people saying, Oh, wow, thank you so much for sharing this with me. This has been completely life changing for me. And that just filled my cup in the midst of a lot of exhaustion, right. And trying to navigate running two businesses and uh, raising two children at the time, two children. And so when I decided I really wanted to step away from marketing, it was partly a God thing and it was partly me being burnt out. So uh, most entrepreneurs will eventually hit this if they don't have good balance and good community. They will hit a place where they're sick of their, their entrepreneurial work and they're burnt out. And that's where I got. I thought I was done with it and I wanted to pursue the wellness side. So that's what I began to pursue. I wanted to create a recurring revenue model, specifically a membership model for the wellness business. And I was trucking down that path, right? Cause I wasn't really seeking God in this. Um, these were my plans. I decided to leave, uh, actually drop most of my marketing clients, about 90% of my clients, which was, you know, three fourths of our income back in June of last year, mm -hmm. made that choice. 
took, um, thought it was going to take June and July to sort of travel with my family and then begin to plan out this business. Well, I ended up pregnant, which was a blessing after two miscarriages, but that totally knocked me on my back. And then, um, we traveled in July and then I was ready. It was like, okay, I'm going to launch this wellness business. And then in August, my sister ended up suddenly passing away, which totally threw me for a loop, both emotionally, um, our uh, oldest that we've been raising, it was her mother. So, um, we had that dynamic along with two other children involved and everything had to be put on hold. I mean, everything stopped and it really caused me to reevaluate my life. And what do I really want to do with my time? Where can I have the biggest impact? What am I going to be passionate about? Not just today, but 10 years from now. And I still remember my husband and I, we would sit and we would write all over these boards and we would talk to my business coach. We would you know, talk to our, our community group and you, Amber, and just like yeah. think through all of these different <clears throat> ideas. And I still remember him looking at me and saying, do you really want to be talking about baking soda and Castile soap for the rest of your life? <laughs> and he's <laughs> like, do you really think that is your highest potential? Because I think right. that God has gifted you in helping and empowering other women to fulfill their entrepreneurial um, desires. And I realized that it wasn't the marketing and it wasn't the business stuff that I hated. It was really who I was doing it for. I didn't mm. want to work with the big corporations. Yeah. I didn't you know, want to work with these retail locations. I wanted to work with the women who were going, how am I going to do this? I have this gift. I have this desire in my heart to use this gift for the greater good, for my family's financial good and for you know the good of the world. But I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to be more than a mom. You know, I don't know how to balance this and still keep my health intact. And somehow over all of this, you know, these years of starting businesses and dropping businesses and mm -hmm. having kids, I had really learned how to do that, how to, you know, determine my priorities and build a business while still maintaining relationships and I haven't done it perfectly by any means. But that's where She is Radiant came from. And She is Radiant actually just came to me when I was praying about it and journaling about it. And to me, the idea of being radiant was this idea that you, you can't be radiant when you're burnt out. You can't. And we have to focus on ourselves, focus on our relationships, and focus on our business in a way that builds this like harmonious balance, which sounds so like corny and new agey, but <laughs> it's true. Like there's a harmony that you can have in those three areas of life that allow you to really be radiant. And so I, that's, <laughs> I invited 100 women on this journey and sent them personal invites in the mail and just said, Hey, I believe that business is not all about the hustle. I believe that busy is not a badge of honor. And I believe that we can do this and that we're going to go further if we go together. And so I had 47 women take me up on that crazy idea. And together over the last few months since April, we have crafted this beautiful community, this safe place for women to come and share their wins and share their wines and to grow in their business skills, but not just get more information, but to really get the skills they need to learn how to build their business easier and faster and create those healthy boundaries that keep business in its place and allow you to spend the time with the people that you love the most. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like too, um, sometimes you have, 
I, you know, we're going to talk about this in the, um, the next episode for next week, but I wanted to say that this is where it's so important to have community because, you know, I remember standing in your kitchen and you were like debating over the wellness versus the business. And for me, it seemed really clear that you should be in the business, but I know that like, as you're in it, it's like, you can't see very easily. Cause you're just kind of like, Oh, you're like, I don't know. And I kind of like, I want to go. And I feel like for you, it's kind of like you were like stuck in there like, wait, no, I'm going to go down this path. And I'm like, wait, I don't want to go over here. I'm done with that. And, and for me, like I said, and I think other people were probably like, I really think that you should do the business. And it just seems so clear, but I totally get having so much emotional investment in something else too, that you're kind of like, I don't want to let that go. Cause you're like, what, what was all that for then? And I'm just now letting it go. And, and so I think, I think this is great for everybody to hear because I think so many people run into this and have this challenge and, you know, and, and we talk about the fears and the doubts, right. That you're like, well, what if this isn't the right one? Or, um, or you doubt that this is going to work and, and all these issues. And so I think that is why your group is so amazing is so that you have other women that are listening to what you're saying, cheering you on, challenging you when you need it, you know, kind of making like a point of like, Hey, this is the direction you might need to go. Even though you're like, no, I want to go the other way. Mm -hmm. Cause not everybody does have a community group like ours that happen to be almost all entrepreneurs in there, um, to kind of be listening and having a certain ear for that, you know? And so, um, this provides you that, um, opportunity by being in that group. So Shanna, as we wrap up part one of this little part two series, um, I want to encourage um, you guys to tune in next week, like I was talking about, because we are going to be talking all about not having enough time, because I know you guys are probably thinking, okay, yeah, I get the, I get the doubt, I get the fear and then all this stuff, but I work full time or I have small kids or this or that, and I just simply don't have enough time. Um, So we wanted to dive into this so that Shanna could break it down for you to kind of just show you her thoughts on all this. Cause like she said, she has three kids. She has one going to college. She has a preschooler and she has a baby. So she clearly is busy. So Shanna, um, I feel like you have kind of mastered being effective and efficient, um, at work so that we can be present in our personal lives. So you guys make sure to tune in September 4th for part two. So mark that on your calendars and Shanna, as we close, where can people find you? Yeah, the best place to find me right now is honestly on Facebook. So you can look up the Facebook page, She is Radiant, just facebook.com slash She is Radiant. There's a Facebook group you can connect with. But right now, I'm actually doing some Facebook Lives, interviewing other entrepreneurial businesswomen at all different stages in their journey so that they can inspire and encourage and empower you on your journey. And so you can find all of that on the Facebook page. Awesome. Well, Shanna, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I'm super excited to have you here next week. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Thanks, Amber. Hey, you guys, would you like to have every podcast episode in your inbox on Tuesday? That way you don't have to go search for it or have to remember that, hey, a new Mom Inspired Show has aired today. You can have that. All you have to do is go to mominspiredshow.com and subscribe. If you're looking at it on your phone, just scroll to the bottom, enter your name and your email. If you're looking at it on your computer, it's going to be on the right-hand side. That way you won't miss an episode. And I'm also going to start including travel tips every week. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next week. 